Hey, it's Kathy. I'm so excited because, drumroll please, doors are officially open to my program, The Abundance Method. I have been wanting to put this program out in the world for two and a half years. I've been working on it behind the scenes, and this is my signature program. This is the program that is going to teach you the method, the framework for how to become a master manifester in your life. Why is that? Because everything is vibration. We live in a world that is atomic. That means the world is made of atoms, which is energy. 99.9% of every atom is energy and less than 1% particle. So in order for us to manifest in our life, we need to become the highest vibe possible and to sustain that. This program is going to show you how to meditate and how to set your day on the right track so that you have a practice that can help you project your amazing energy into the world, which will bend the 3D, which will help you manifest in ways that you won't even believe. This is a transformative live 10-week program. It is designed to help you on this journey of spiritual awakening. It's going to give you tons of tools. I'm going to show you how to change your energy, master the manifestation once and for all, This is the first program of its kind. We're actually trademarking all of this framework because it is something that is so unique. And I think you're going to be so excited about learning it. Also, there are some bonuses right now. If you sign up, you're going to get an exclusive podcast so that you can be listening to this program. If you can't make the live Zoom calls, we can give it to you on a track so that you can be listening to it like you do a podcast. Also, you're going to get a pack of 10 meditations from me. And you're going to be getting a training that I just gave a workshop called Permission to be Rich, one of the best workshops I've ever done, which you will love. And there is a platinum level to this program. If you choose the platinum level, not only do you get extra coaching calls with me, you also get extra mentor support, but this is really cool. You also get a retreat included. My retreats are normally $3,000. You will get the retreat for free included. Plus, you will get a front row seat at that retreat because you will be on the platinum VIP track at the retreat. All of this is here for you. I'd love to see you in this program. I want to see you tapping in, turning on to that electricity within you so that you can find your way to the life that you were born to manifest for yourself. You can join us now at kathyheller.com slash join. I cannot wait. Get on in there. See what all the excitement is about. It's going to be so much fun. I fail in some way every day, but aren't I learning? Isn't my ability to withstand failure, to be disappointed, isn't that growing infinitely each time? If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't want to just go to work, I want to do my life's work, this is the show. Don't keep your day job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? Thanks to Third Love for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. You can go to thirdlove.com slash dreamjob now to find your perfect fitting bra and you'll get 15% off your first purchase. Thanks to Cora for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. The average woman will use 10,000 tampons in her lifetime. Do you know what's in them? So Cora created certified organic cotton tampons and pads delivered to your door. You can get a one-month free trial by going to cora.life slash dreamjob. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I hope you guys had a good weekend. We had an extra day, long weekend for us, and I hope you guys just had a nice time and enjoyed it. You know, for me, 
I find that weekends are actually more stressful than weekdays because I've got my kids here. I don't have help. There's not a lot of structure. I'm out of my routine. So I just want to always keep it real with you. And by the way, if you guys ever want to chat, or if you want to let me know how you're feeling, there's so many ways that you can get a hold of me because I read every single one of my DMs on Instagram at Kathy.Heller. Kathy's with a C. So you can DM me and I will read it. You can also email us at hello at don'tkeepyourdata.com. Or you can post in the Don't Keep Your Data Facebook group, which now has almost 9,000 amazing, like-minded, supportive souls. So there's always a way for you to comment on how you're feeling, or if you're struggling with something, you can always post it there. We have a bunch of cool things we're about to roll out, some really cool bonuses I'm about to give to those of you who've been so supportive and buying my book. My book came out on pre-order. It's out for pre-sale as of last Monday. And the actual book won't be here till the fall. But if you go ahead and pre-order it, I'm going to be letting you in on some pretty cool bonuses and deals and surprises just for those of you who put your stake in the ground and said, Kathy Heller is my girl. I want to support her. I want to pre-order this book, which means the world of difference to me. Because if you guys all bought that book, this book will be a New York Times bestseller, which will open so many doors for me to be able to remind so many people that their lives have such significance and that they are enough and they should get busy making messy things so that they can share what they have with the world. So please do pre-order that book. Now, I want to remind you of an incredible thing that we have going for those of you who do pre-order it. We've got Dreamtopia workshop tickets, two full days of inspiration and clarity and transformative moments and incredible speakers, including we're also doing a sound bath. You can get a ticket to the Dreamtopia workshop for $25. If you pre-order the book, you can then use the coupon code book when you go to dreamtopiaworkshop.com. And then you not only get to pre-order the book and feel good about helping me and getting that amazing book as soon as it comes in, but you'll get a $25 ticket to this event, which you could also give to someone who lives locally if you can't make it yourself. We'd obviously love to see you, but that will be there for you as a $25 ticket to the event. Now, this deal will be available till the end of the week or till it's sold out, whichever one comes first. Now, this event just keeps getting better and better. Last week, I was hanging out with one of my dear friends, Emily McDowell, and she said that she is going to be able to join us. She's going to be away doing a keynote, but she's going to be back in time for this event. And it's so generous of her to show up. So she's going to be at the event. And I can't wait because honestly, it's such a delight to bring together so many brilliant, special, generous souls who have so much wisdom to share with you. So Emily McDowell is going to be there as well as Amber Ray and Jeff Goins and Andy J. Pizza and Sahara Rose and Amy Tangerine. There's going to be some masterclasses, some workshops, there'll be some coaching, and we will really, really dig deep so that you leave there feeling a sense of peace, tremendous healing, and clarity as far as what strategies are the next steps for you to be able to birth your vision more and add more of yourself to this world. So go ahead. You can find the link in the show notes, dreamtopiaworkshop.com, use the code book, and then you can also find the link in the show notes to go ahead and pre-order the book. It's as simple as that. Now, I just wanted to give you a teaser. We have a great episode today, but I wanted to give you a teaser of two of the great speakers I just mentioned who are going to be at our workshop. I wanted to play you a clip from each of their episodes when they were here. So we're going to start with 
Emily McDowell. So Emily is incredible. Her work has gone viral so many times. Brene Brown is a huge fan of hers. She started by making greeting cards. She then went on to make all sorts of items and create a huge business, which started in her apartment and has grown to be a super, super, super successful business. I wanted to give you a highlight of a couple moments from her episode that were really aha moments to take a listen. One of the biggest um, impediments to having what we want is how far we can see. Oh my gosh, for sure. If you can all of a sudden think of the idea that you could have a printer outside of your own little printer, next thing you yeah. know, it grows and grows. Right. And you don't need to know how you're going to get there. I think that that's like the hugest, I think that's a huge thing too, is right. Is like, you can say, oh my God, but how, like, how could I do that? I want to, I want to be that? in 1800 stores. Well, how do I do that? Right. You don't need to know how to do that. You just need to know how to Google a printer. You need to know the one next step that you Why? feel like because what happens because those just they build on each other you know and if you hold the vision like if you have the vision of like this is what i want to build which i did you know i did have a vision but that's what i was going to ask yes. you how did you build that from i'm gonna have this printer in my apartment mm-hmm. to all of a sudden i have a totally big mm-hmm. blown out vision of what it really can be and it's so expansive yeah it really was for me it was really it was a shift in my thinking from being like when I was first starting I was thinking of myself as like I'm a little artist drawing little pictures like gonna do this th-, not yeah. thinking of myself as a business person and then it was this left turn of like wait a minute why can't I be a business person I think it was a combination of kind of a lot of everything like there was no one thing that was like an aha moment where I sat up in bed at 2am and was like, I'm a business person. It was like, you know, like it was like a, but it was just really looking around and really thinking like, wait a minute, yeah, you know, I can do this. And this is going to sound like, I know there's going to be people that want to punch me for saying this in order to do it. You have to believe that you can do it. Isn't Emily amazing? Okay. Now here's another speaker who's also going to be at our live event. Her name is Amber Ray. She is incredible. She's the best-selling author of the book, Choose Wonder Over Worry. I know so many of you loved her episode as well. And she has such good pieces of advice on things like dealing with our negative emotions and why we must share our gifts. So here are some of my favorite things she had to say on the show. In one of your Instagram posts a while ago, in the words of one of your favorite poets, uh, you said, you will always find the evidence for what you choose to believe. How do we expand our consciousness to start seeing what's possible. This is where we practice the turnaround. And I love that. In Q is the poet who says, you will always find the evidence for Mm -hmm. what you choose to believe. And so if you believe that possibility does not exist or possibility is not out there for you, you will always find evidence to prove that's true. But what you can do, if you really want to change it, if you're willing to change that, you can practice the turnaround and say, okay, well, Maybe everything isn't possible, but how can I turn this thought around? You could turn it around and try, well, maybe, you know, things have been possible for this person. So maybe I could too. Or here were a few times when actually things worked out and I felt Mm -hmm. a sense of possibility. So it's looking for evidence to prove the opposite being true. So actually, let me look for times when things were possible, when I felt that. And when you start to train yourself to notice that, you'll continue to look for that evidence. And what you see and look for will become the life that you live. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see Amber and Emily and all of the other incredible speakers at this workshop and all of you. I'm so excited to be spending two full days. You know, it's one thing we talk over this podcast, but to be able to spend two full days in person, shoulder to shoulder, to be able to see you, 
give you a hug. It's going to be so epic. So if you guys want to meet those two in person, as well as the other magical souls that are going to be there, then go ahead and get your workshop. Again, you can get a $25 ticket if you pre-order the book. You can use the coupon code book when you go to dreamtopiaworkshop.com. And there are links to both pre-order the book and to go ahead and buy your ticket in the show notes. All right. So now let's get into today's interview. Our guest today, her name is Mira Lee Patel. She's a writer and artist with best-selling books like Start Where You Are, which is a journal for self-exploration. She has another book called My Friend Fear, which is about finding magic in the unknown. And her most recent book is called Made Out of Stars, a journal for self-realization. And what I love about Mira's story is that she didn't grow up seeing any of this modeled for her. She was told to be practical. She was told that creative dreams were not a career, but she knew her day job was not serving her and she figured out a way to do what she really wanted. And in this conversation, we talk a lot about fear because I know for many of us, this is what's so stifling. It's what stops us from moving forward and from breaking our own glass ceiling. So here we're going to get into what you can learn from your fear, how to let it guide you towards what you really want and how to find the love for yourself that you truly deserve. You're going to love everything she has to say and her art and her books are beautiful. So you definitely want to check all that out after. Now, before we dive in, let's just give a quick thanks to one of our sponsors. Today's episode is supported by Third Love. Using millions of real women's measurements, Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and incredible feel. And instead of having to go to the store, which can be stressful if you have three little kids like me running around, you can skip the trip and find your fit in just 60 seconds with Third Love's online fit finder. Order online and try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. I love their 24-7 classic t-shirt bra. It fits perfectly and I feel great when I wear it. I don't have to deal with itchy tags or falling straps. It's hands down the most comfortable bra you're going to own. And their new cotton collection is a line of incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable bras and underwear you'll want to wear every day. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash dreamjob now and you'll find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash dreamjob for 15% off today. Okay, please welcome the astounding Mira Lee Patel. Hi, Mira. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I am honored to be here with you. Oh, well, you are such a bright light in this world, making so many healing and beautiful pieces of art and saying so many important things. So why don't you take us back and tell us a little bit about how this got started? So I really believed that all artists were starving artists. And I was, on top of that, raised to be very pragmatic, to be self-sufficient. My parents had come here from India when they were in their late 20s, and they built a life together from absolutely nothing. So we were not raised to be risk takers. And so I went to school. I studied English. I was lucky enough to get a job at a technical publishing company. And after about a year, I thought, wow, I still feel so grateful for this job, but I am so, so unhappy. So I began making art as a way to feel like myself again. That was really the end goal I had in mind. How come I feel empty? How come I feel like a drone? Is there a way for me to get that spark back? I started taking commissions from friends, family. I opened up an Etsy shop, as so many of us artists do. And I will say that I didn't leave my job for seven more years. And that was through publishing Start Where You Are. That was through getting a second book deal. And it wasn't until seven years later in 2017 
that I finally, finally got to a place where I, where I said, okay, I think I'm ready to take a jump. I was so scared, even with having some small successes with doing some things I never thought I would be able to do. I still felt so scared to turn stability away. And what really prompted me to walk away was that I was so sick of being scared. And I was so sick of saying to myself, this is what I really want. This is what I've worked so hard for, but I'm still too scared to take it. That was what it was. I wanted to change the story. I wanted to have a different voice inside my head. I wanted to be scared of something new for once. Wow. So these other books that you wrote um, and illustrated, they're so beautiful. Let's start with Start Where You Are, <laughs> perfect place to start. What did you want that book to do for people? I've really wanted this book to push people to take action. I wanted it to give people agency over their own lives. That's honestly what I wanted. I had so many friends, I had so many peers, including myself, you know, seven years at my job that knew they wanted a different life, but didn't feel confident or felt too scared or just didn't know how to go get it. What step do I take next? What do I do? And that's really, really what I, what my biggest hope for that book still is that it will encourage people to make, I always say to make small incremental change. Yeah. Because I think the biggest paralysis is that we think we can change everything overnight that A, that we can do that and B, that we should be able to do that. And something that stops people is when they feel, oh, you know, Mira can go do that, but I can't do that. I'm, I'm not like her. I don't have that capability. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The truth is that change takes a long time and it takes doing something a little bit differently mm. every day. And then one day you wake up and everything has changed. Wow. So the important thing is to make those small changes every day, to take a small step today that will turn into two different steps tomorrow and to keep walking. And I, that's really what I want this book to help people do. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, some of the quotes in the book at the beginning, there's this great quote by E.B. White, which you illustrate so beautifully. It's such a beautiful piece. It says, we must always be on the lookout for the presence of wonder. And then another quote in the book is, there are far, far better things ahead than any we leave behind, which is a C.S. Lewis quote, which you illustrated so beautifully. And it's a journal where you guys as listeners, I encourage you to go pick it up because I think that doing this introspective work is really important. And this book is such a beautiful conduit to help you extract the things that you're really wishing for. And in this other book you wrote, My Friend Fear, it's really the next needed thing on the journey, isn't it? Because as soon as you do start to get clear about what you really want, all of this fear shows up. Let's talk about what really that fear might be saying and what really is hidden in that fear and how we maybe can get over that. So you're absolutely right in that as soon as we start imagining a different life for ourselves, that's when the fear starts creeping in. That's when the self-doubt and all the obstacles really appear and we begin to talk ourselves out of the dream. And I really think that what your fear is telling you is it's almost an affirmation of the dream. Mm. It's 
telling you that you really want the dream and you feel scared of not having the dream and you are aware of all the things that could go wrong on the way to that dream. Yeah. And that point is usually what stops people when they say, okay, I'm going to forget about this. I'm going to stay in comfort. I'm going to stay in familiarity. But what I wish people could realize is that's all that fear is telling you. All it's telling you is that you want something and that it is important to you and that it is meaningful to you and that you might feel disappointed if you don't have it. Yeah. And if you can get to that place where you can realize your own resilience and that maybe there are multiple ways to each dream, you'll know that even if you're disappointed on the way to one of them, there's another way to that same dream. And there's nothing stopping you from pursuing that path. It's yeah. only you that's stopping you. That, that's really beautiful. I mean, that was so encouraging. In the book, you say there's a beautiful illustration um, where you wrote, what dreams are hiding between your fears? And it says, the only thing standing between you and your greatest wish is your greatest fear. Fear of failure. Fear of Mm -hmm. loving my imperfections, fear of heartbreak, fear of complacency, and fear of rejection. That is it. So how do Mm -hmm. we navigate our way through those fears and sort of allow them to wash away or dance with them? So what I've learned in my journey with fear is that the more you ignore it and the more you shy away from it and the more you run away from it, um, the more control it has over you. Oh my gosh. When you avoid really? Fear. I love that. <laughs> don't run from it. Yeah. Just the more go head on. Don't yeah. run from it because the more you avoid it, the more power you're giving it. And the more it occupies all of the dark recesses in your mind that you don't pay attention to, but you know, there's that music playing in the background. And the more you ignore it, the more fear is playing the music. Mm. And so The question I ask myself the most when I think about fear and when I'm thinking about, you know, is this fear good enough? Should it stop me? Should I let it stop me? What if this happens? What if I fail? What if my heart gets broken? What if I'm rejected? The best response over and over that I can come up with is, so what? That's, you know, so what? I'm going to get my heart broken? Well, that's happened before. And what came out of that? So many lessons, a stronger, more beautiful person, a person who knows what she wants and what she's looking for, a person who's not going to put up with A, B, and C. So what if I fail? I have failed so many times. I fail in some way every day. But aren't I learning constantly? Aren't I having different experiences Isn't my ability to withstand failure, to withstand rejection, to be disappointed, isn't that growing infinitely each time? And aren't I a more resilient, stronger, more capable person because of it? Aren't those failures rolling off my shoulders? Aren't they no big deal anymore? Yeah, you're right. And so, you're right. Yeah, that's the question I come to. So what? It never seems good enough. You know, that so what? The idea that I shouldn't experience that failure or that heartbreak, that never feels good enough or better than actually trying and going for it. And so what if it doesn't work out? Yep. 
my friend Susie Moore, she goes, whenever I start to feel the anxiety and the worry come in, she goes, I look at it and I go, is that all you got? That's it? Exactly. She's like, give me something else, <laughs> you know? Like, what's that about? Yeah. And um, I saw recently somebody posted on Instagram. It was like a tiny circle that said um, the things we worry about that actually come to pass. You know, like it was like a tiny little circle. And then there was a big circle next mm -hmm. to it that said like the things we worry about that never actually happen, you know? So it's like, you know, life is so unpredictable that tough things do happen, but they're usually not the things that you even planned for. And ultimately, Absolutely. ultimately, like you said, everything is really coming to help us grow. And have you ever noticed that number one, you have already survived a hundred percent of your worst days. Number two, have you ever mm -hmm. noticed that when you're in a really difficult moment, you can be with it? There is a part of you that is able to tolerate pain, right? I love where you say in the book, fear is here to help you be who you really are, your unadulterated mm -hmm. self. I really think what so. What does that mean? Well, I would say that fear, all of the things that you're afraid of, for example, the one about you know, the fear of loving my imperfections. I think that one is really hard for people because you go through most of your life, no matter how old you are, hating certain parts of yourself, yeah. wishing they were different, whether it's physical or emotional, mm -hmm. whether it's a habit you just can't kick. Yeah. There's a lot of self-loathing that we grow up with. And there's a lot of self-loathing that's encouraged in our culture. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, we live in a commercial world, and I think in order for commercialism to survive, people have to be told that they need to be different. Right. Or you're not enough. You re what you really need is you need this product, or what you Absolutely. really need is this vacation because that's yes. going to make you happier or going to make you more interesting. You really need to buy this thing in order for you to be whole. I get that. Yes. And we are raised with a reliance on external happiness rather than internal yeah, happiness. That's true. So, like you were saying, that product, that trip, this lifestyle, that is meant to solve unhappiness rather than being told that if we could love ourselves, we would be happy. And you don't need a thing outside of your own heart to have that. Yeah. And so when I say that fear can help you love all of you, I'm saying that fear has the ability to help you love your imperfections and to realize that maybe those imperfections are actually marks of beauty and they are the pieces that prevent you from being somebody else and that's an amazing thing they're what make you you yeah and if we can learn to embrace them to love them to accept them and to to really find joy in them i think we would be happier less fearful people yeah. And so when your fear says, I don't want people to see this part of me, I don't want to share this, I wish this would be different. When, that, when your fear and anxiety is saying that to you, telling you to shut away parts of yourself, if you can change your perspective of that fear and you can say, my fear is telling me that A, B, and C need to see the light. Yeah. I need to share these parts of myself. I need to figure out why I'm trying to paint over them, why I'm trying to avoid looking in the mirror why I think they're so ugly to me, if I can reconcile those things, I will be all of me. Yeah. And I can share all of me with the world and I can let people love all of me. 
And it's really hard to do. Yeah. There's a beautiful quote, which you posted on your Instagram a few months ago, and you wrote, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Yes. I love this. I have so much to say about this, but I want to hear what you have to say about this and why you posted that. I love that quote also. And I post it because I think it's a reminder that we already have all of the things we're looking for. And to tie back to what I just said about seeking external happiness, it's a reminder that you are born with all of the things you need because it's all within you. It's within your mind. It's within your heart. It's in, within your ability to breathe. And it's, to me, seems like from birth, the lifelong challenges, A, realizing that you have always had everything that you need, and B, dismantling all of these ideas, notions, obstacles that you've built along the way that has been separating you from yourself. That's the goal now. The goal is always dismantling yep. and realizing that what you have is here. You have to find it, it but it, you already have it. It's just waiting to be uncovered. It's waiting for you to, to find it, yeah. to look at it, to say like, oh, I finally see you. Yeah. The thing is, um, when Danielle Laporte was on the podcast, she said, we need to remove the obstacles to love and let it in. And the way that I, over the last 20 years or so, the way that I look at it, I feel like God the universe, the source of all energy, whatever you want to look at it, I feel like it's um, shining this abundant light upon us and we let in crumbs. You know what I mean? Like we, we allow mm. ourselves to receive like 1% of what's coming in. It's sort of hidden in plain sight, but I think our biggest issue is when we don't know how lovable we are, when we don't know how much we deserve, mm -hmm. when we feel shame. And as a result of that, we hide, we overthink, we have self-doubt, and we get ourselves really stuck. And if we could just let in the love internally, it's amazing how that starts to attract it from so many other areas. So Mira has three books. Start Where You Are, my Friend Fear, and this newest book, Made Out of Stars, which is a journal for self-realization. I want to bring this to those people listening right now in a way that they can maybe have something they can do to tangibly start to work this through. If someone doesn't even realize that they're afraid, if someone doesn't even notice that there's any obstacles to love or anything, what can we have them do? Is there an exercise? How do they dig deeper? How do they recognize it and begin to call it out so that they can crack it open? I think the simplest questions are the hardest ones. And so I would encourage people and even people who think that they don't have any obstacles. Oh, I did the work. I'm, I'm past that. What I discover is that the, the more work I do on myself, the more there is to do and the more um, the more that I realize that it's a daily practice. 
And so I would encourage people, you know, ask yourself these questions, say, am I loved? Do I have love? Do I love myself? Am I loving others? Write down these answers. Mm. And if the answers are no, ask yourself why. Why don't I feel I'm getting love? What are three things I could do to love myself more? Give yourself um, an outline, which is what the journals really do. Give yourself an outline so you have to hold yourself accountable. And so you have to dig deep and uncover the answers to why this, why love may or may not be present in your life. And from there, you can begin making a plan to change or to dismantle the obstacles that you identify that are standing between yourself and that love. Oh my God. What you're saying is so beautiful and it's so medicinal. And I think for some people, it's going to be so incredibly helpful. And some people are going to be so, so tr- and then other people are going to be really triggered by it because it's true. I think people have a hard time taking responsibility for anything. And yes. it's like, I know so many people who are in situations where they're single or they're married or in a relationship, mm-hmm. whatever the case, and they're not getting what they need or what they want. Right. And they don't recognize that there's a part of them that's totally teaching this other person or the world at large, like how to treat them, you know? Absolutely. You're going to get the standard that you put out and it starts with you loving yourself. And then what happens is if we don't love ourselves or we think we're not lovable, we then get into situations where we um, we project like, oh, I guess this person doesn't love me. Or even if I really want this, I'll sabotage it because I don't really think I'm worthy of it or it probably won't last. Yes. And I'll push this person yes. away without noticing. And I know this is so triggering for people, but this is actually an important conversation because it's the same thing in your work. If you look at your bank account and you're feeling frustrated and you look at your job and you're feeling frustrated, there's something totally tied in to what we believe we deserve is what we get. Take it away, Mira. What do you want to say? Well, I want to say that you're absolutely correct and I agree with everything you said. (laughs) Really, honestly. And there are very few women I know that take care of themselves and aren't constantly self-sacrificing, mostly because they think that's what they're supposed to do. Oh, yeah. But those women that that do take care of themselves and know what they need and know how they want to be loved and that they're worthy of being loved and that they're deserving of love, again, they find the partners who are willing to give that to them because they have made that expectation for themselves. I am worthy Mm -hmm. of love and I'm not going to accept a partner who doesn't realize that, who isn't capable of loving me the way that I need to be loved who isn't mm-hmm. capable of receiving love the way, you know, that I'm capable of giving it. It's a constant teaching between two people because each person is constantly evolving and changing and their yeah. needs change. Mm-hmm. And so the way you yeah. used to love somebody, it might not be the same way moving forward. Yeah, and, that's right. But the ability, your ability to say, this is what I need and to tell your husband that and for him to be open and to say, oh, I didn't realize that, but let me work on that now. Let me give that to you. Let me learn how to give that to you. That's the beauty. 
And that's, that that's is the, the respect. Beauty. Yeah, that's the respect. That's the, yeah. the desire yeah. to give somebody what they need, the ability to say, this is what I need. Those yeah. are strengths. And those are strengths that everybody is capable of practicing and cultivating for themselves and their loved Absolutely. ones. It's not reserved for just a few. It's for everybody. Right, right, right. I love that. That's a really important point. It's not reserved for just a lucky three people who live right. somewhere no. in the world. Um, and it goes back to what you were saying earlier, because I think that when you talked about when you run from fear, you try to hide it, hide it from yourself. That's actually, you know, the worst thing you can do. I think that the best way to love someone else is to remove the shame because when we can embrace the parts of us that are broken and messy, then we give permission to the person sitting across from us. And when that compassion is there for ourselves, it's so much easier to love this other person and then for them to feel loved in your presence, right? So yeah. you don't have to have all of the bells and whistles together because it's a journey, right? The imperfections are the bells and whistles. Yes, Mira, I love how you turn that around. You have them. You have them. You have them, exactly. So therefore, <laughs> when we can like just call it all in and make peace with it, then when, we are, when we're with other people, um, other people are okay with that. So really, it goes back to that um, accepting of your stuff and knowing yes. that um, you don't have to be rid of it. You don't have to be, no. you, you don't have to be totally uh, fearless. You can be afraid and still have courage. Oh, yes. There's no getting rid of the fear. It's learning how to communicate with it. It's yeah. learning how to understand what it's actually saying, not what the warped, you know, scary darkness that you're taught to believe it's saying. It's what is it actually saying? And I wanted to actually um, give listeners an exercise that I use and that I Please find do. to be helpful especially when I'm dealing with my own imperfections and with things that I wish didn't exist and that I'm trying so hard to accept, but you know, it's not easy and it feels really gross a lot of the time. And what I try to do is understand how life is a balance and how you don't have light without darkness. You don't have beauty without things that are less beautiful or that you even things that you deem to be ugly or unpleasant. And so when it comes to an imperfection, I ask myself, because of this, whatever it may be, how is this thing a strength for me? What other part of life has it opened up for me because of its own existence? And that helps me see the positives that maybe aren't coming to me naturally. So because of this, uh, you know, this awful experience I had that I wish I could shut out, that I wish I could forget, that I wish wouldn't haunt me, did I cultivate empathy for other people that have maybe gone through a similar thing? Have I come out with amazing tools of communication that allow me to talk about this experience and forge deep connections with other people? Have I come out stronger and cultivated a strength within myself and I now realize my own capability and resilience? What are the positives that I can draw from this thing that I've been trying so hard uh, to wish into non-existence? That is an exercise that I find to be useful and I hope maybe it will help other people also. Yeah, that's really beautiful. 
Okay, so before we keep going, let's just say a quick thanks to one of our sponsors. Did you guys know that the average woman will use 10,000 tampons in her lifetime? But now let me ask you this. Do you know what's in them? No, because tampon companies don't have to disclose the ingredients that they use. But Cora is making that change. Cora believes that what you put in your body matters. So they created certified organic cotton tampons and pads delivered to your door. Their products are designed for comfort and performance. Their fearless fit design gives women supreme leak protection, even in down dog and on white denim days. Go to Cora.life slash dream job to create your period profile and they'll customize a monthly period plan just for you. And with every month's supply of Cora you purchase, they're going to give a month's supply of pads to a girl in need with over 5 million pads donated to date. With Cora, you can feel good about the products you use knowing they are free of harmful chemicals and that your purchase helps girls in need. I got their signature kit, which includes tampons and a few different types of pads and their period liners. They all do the job really well. And it's just good to know that I'm using products that aren't damaging my body. Go to Cora.life slash dream job to get a one month free trial. This is a special offer for our listeners and it's their best offer out there, but you have to go here to get it. Cora.life slash dream job spelled C-O-R-A dot life slash dream job for a one month free trial. So here's the thing as we're sort of summing things up, what advice do you have for people who are listening right now to help turn their passion into their full time? Is it possible? What should they focus on? Can they do it? First of all, I think absolutely, yes. You can turn your passion into your career. You can make your side hustle, your full-time hustle, if you wish. But I will say that the timeline is different for everybody. So what that means is essentially there is no timeline. And for any freelancer, for anybody who wishes to own their own business, to be an independent freelancer, you have to be tenacious. You need to be driven. You need to be persistent and you need to not give up on yourself. And that is my biggest advice for you. It is what helps me every day is to remember it's okay to be discouraged. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to not go as fast as you wish you could. Mm. It's okay to not be where somebody else is, but you have to ask yourself, do I want this? Is this my dream? Is this worth me pursuing? And if the answer is yes, then you have to keep going. And yeah. you have to keep going every day. That's a choice you have to make over and over and over again. And I don't think that choice is one you ever stop making. So as long as your answer is yes, I really do think that you're going to get to where you want to go. I love it. So beautiful. You guys have to check out her work. Check out what she's putting on Instagram. It is so beautiful. Tell us where we can find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Mira Lee Patel. And you can find me online at MiraLee.com. Awesome. And uh, any workshops, speaking, things you're doing in the near future? Um, I am doing a talk on my friend here, here in Nashville on February 26th um, with a program with the Nashville Public Library. And I will be putting out a Skillshare uh, class pretty soon this year um, that will focus on self-reflection and introspection. So you can look out for that also. Oh, I love that. And you guys, Skillshare is a sponsor <laughs> of ours. So you should get onto Skillshare because they're offering our listeners some free months and then you can take Mir's class. That's so cool. I'm curious as we're signing off. I keep saying that, but it's hard to let you go. 
what do your parents think <laughs> about what's become of your career? They're looking at you. Are they like, what? Or how do they feel about all this? <laughs> um, my parents are super supportive and very proud. And I think that my career has asked them to reimagine their own lives wow. and to think about how things can be different. And if they want things to be different, I'm hoping it's given them a confidence to go ahead and make those changes. Wow. So cool. Way to be a light into the nature. I mean, like, what do they say? Your children shall lead you. You know, it's like, so cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Well, it was so great to have you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. It was wonderful being here. I love talking to Mira. Here are a few of the takeaways. Number one, when you're feeling inclined to be scared of something new, that's when you make a shift. Number two, change takes time. So start taking those small incremental steps today and every day. Number three, fear is an affirmation of your dream, of the thing that is most important and meaningful to you. Number four, the more you hide from fear, the more power it has over you. Instead of avoiding it, ask it, so what? Number five, fail every day. Then you learn and grow every day. Number six, your imperfections are marks of beauty. When you want to shun them, that's a sign that they need to see the light. Number seven, you already have everything you're looking for. Number eight, everyone is capable and deserving of love. It's not reserved for just a select few. And number nine, your journey is on its own timeline. It's okay to feel discouraged and frustrated, but if you really want this and it's worth pursuing, then keep going. Okay, we have a link in the show notes where you can get a cheat sheet with all of these takeaways and some discussion questions. Feel free to share your answers in our Facebook group or with a friend or in your Don't Keep Your Day Job listening group. If you haven't joined a listening group yet, please do. We have another link in the show notes where you can get more info on how to connect with some awesome, wonderful souls in your area and get that extra support and accountability that you need. You guys, it means the world to me that you take time out of your busy lives to listen to this show. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because none of this would be possible without you. I'd love it if you could share this episode or another episode with a friend and tell them how it's changing your life or any wisdom that you've gained. Honestly, just helping us spread the word is the best way you can give back and support me in this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go ahead and leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. And like Mira said, you already have everything you need. You are absolutely enough. I can't wait to see you guys at this two-day workshop. Please go ahead and get these $25 tickets while they last just by pre-ordering my book. And if you can't make it, go ahead and pre-order the book anyway because it serves a huge purpose and makes such a difference in my life and in what I can do to help make a difference for others. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you on Thursday. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.